This is the M3 Entertainment Bearcast for American Horror Story Hotel. Oh, good evening, American Horror Story fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Male Media Mind Entertainment American Horror Story Hotel Bearcast. This is episode six called Room 33. I am your host, Marco Estes. And joining me tonight is uh, Malcolm Travers, Editor-in-Chief of Male Media Mind. You can reach me at mtravers29 on Twitter or at Male Media Mind. And um, you can reach me at the Anti-Critic on Twitter and on Instagram, Marco Estes. We're missing one person, Chris Sutton. We miss him. Come back to us, Chris, because um, I'm pretty sure he would probably have a lot to say about tonight's episode, which was freaking epic. <laughs> as soon as the opening scene started, and then I was like, this street looks familiar. This street <laughs> looks familiar. And then you saw, you saw the Countess get out the cab, and then she steps up, and then she steps up to the murder house. <laughs> when I tell you that I scream like a chick at a damn Bieber concert, <laughs> I was, oh my God. I was, then I saw Dr. Montgomery, Dr. Charles Montgomery, and I was like, oh my God, this is actually happening. <laughs> I was like on the verge of tears and shit. Like, this is actually happening. Oh my God. And so <laughs> we realized that the countess has come to get an abortion and there's a catch though she's three months she's three weeks pregnant but she's already full term so we got another demon baby on our hands <laughs> so uh of course dr charles montgomery gets down to this thing we find out that the countess has in fact already been turned because you know she said she got turned like at the, part, the, at the start of the start of the century or yeah the start of the century i think she said 1909 so mm-hmm. she's had to, so she can have, I guess she can have kids, I guess, but it probably, probably not because we still to this day don't know who the father is. And it'd probably be something with the father might be some type of demonic force. So we'll get to that later. Bottom line, the baby is born, takes out the nurse, but Gaga gives it the, the love that only a mother can give. Mm-hmm. So then we flash forward over to the present day. And um, but let me just go back, Malcolm. What did you think about that opening scene? Yeah, I, I knew you were gonna freak out as soon as I saw it. It was, <laughs> I was like, it's murder house, it's murder house. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, <laughs> no, I, I definitely, I definitely like the throwback. Um, it for me, I haven't watched it in a while, so I was just like, that's five seasons ago, <laughs> or four seasons ago. Did you know, the storyline did make me want to go back and watch the original. So that's a good tie-in. So A damn good tie-in because I was like, now I'm sitting there because a friend of mine texted me right after the show went off and like, I'm so glad to see everything is connected again. I'm like, wait a minute, that missed something else besides Murder House because I was still stuck on Murder House because <laughs> we haven't seen any type of connection to Murder House since, you know, ever. So uh, I was glad to see that. Um, but moving on to this is breakdown of storylines because we had the whole Liz Taylor and Tristan storyline, which came out left field, but it was still damn good. We had the, uh, the Donovan and um, Ramona Royale takedown of the babies, which we're getting into a minute. And then we had the whole thing about John Lowe. Still losing his damn mind, and you know it's just it's not gonna end well for that damn fool. But I'm gonna <laughs> jump on to the Liz Taylor and Tristan because that was my <laughs> shit tonight. <laughs> because right, what happened before that? I I think what happened was um they got right into it, and you see two people making love, and right. they had my the Depeche Mode one caress playing. I was like, yes. I'm over here like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you see this bald head 
And I was like, is it Liz Taylor getting her something? I said, you go ahead, Liz Taylor. But who's the other? I said, oh, my God, that is Tristan. One of these motherfuckers going to be dead by the end of the episode. <laughs> I was for sure that she was going to kill both of them. But, yeah. That's what I, we, I was trying to do, like, a little proto-texting, tweet, tweeting thing. So I just put it in the uh, M3 Entertainment group. Wow. I just, you know, I, I needed to narrate tonight <laughs> because there were some lines i just needed to remember <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was really good so i yeah. was so happy that uh liz taylor got her groove on um let me see uh tristan was worried like he's like telling it all his business like i haven't come Harder with nobody besides you. I'm not even gay though, but he and then Liz Taylor was like, Well, I am a woman, I am a heterosexual woman, so no, you're not gay. Yeah. And so Tristan was like, I love you. And then Liz Taylor, Oh, I know I'm putting it on you and everything. I think, God damn, I mean, but then yeah. she was like, You know what. I might be like you. I might love you too. You know what I'm saying? But we need to talk to the. I can't do this to the council because the council is like she. She helped me become who I am today, and I don't want to do that to her. And back in my mind, like Liz Taylor, you'd already fucked up because you'd already the gayest boo. I mean, you the gay. You the you the broke him off. All yeah. types of nuts and stuff like this. So you would already transcended the whole friendship thing. You know, you yeah. already violated. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know, hey. And, but then, you know, he was like, but she was like, you know, hey, I'm just gonna go ahead and just, you know, I'm just gonna go ahead and just tend to it, you know. And then Tr- and Tristan was like, no, 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 don't tell her, don't tell her. And then they said they really get their groove on again. And here, um, the countess calls, like, yo, I need you to come here and fluff this damn dude. I'm doing everything <laughs> in my power to get his rocks off. I mean, I, I, I can finish them. I just need you to start him up. You know what I'm saying? And then so Tristan gets up there like, I'm not gay. I don't, I don't, I don't like dudes. And then Will Drake like, shut the fuck up. You know you like dick. <laughs> <laughs> and so he went on ahead to his to his reluctance and did. But the countess sniffed his ass then. Yeah. She she was up. <laughs> she was it's like, weird to kiss him. Yeah. It's a, mm. <laughs> Like I smell some, I smell some fuckery going on up in here, though. But you get your ass up here, suck his dick, goddamn! <laughs> if I slit your goddamn throat, and so he, you know, so there's that, and then um, Liz Taylor's all about, you know. So let's just jump over to Ramona and Donovan, who bust up in the hotel like they finna just like just go the matrix you know what i thought about they bust up the hotel i thought of trinity and um leo when they bust up to their office building yeah and took it out like they fit a wreck shop and then they gave a look at iris like goes on and then so they get in the elevator and then um what you call it uh tristan donovan kind of like like, I'm not excited about going to kill no damn kids. And then Ramon, like, bitch, please, you know you don't want, you don't care for them damn kids at all. And yeah. then he did, the lie of the night was, you know what, fine, because she got off the last, she got off the last floor. She was like, fine, go sniff her panties. I'll take care of this. You know, so it was like, so what did you think about that? You know, the uh, Liz Taylor thing and then the Romano and uh, Donovan thing. Yeah, I was, I was scared for Angel Bassett that entire episode because I was thinking, like, mm. You don't gotta have like a better plan than this. She's just coming up in there with a knife. She's gonna kill you, girl. You're in danger. You in danger, girl. I went with the girl breath crown nowhere. Like yeah, she got her ass guilt too. You know what I'm saying? But exactly. I was like, that's that's your big plan for revenge. Just come up in there with a knife. Like I don't know. So I was scared. I mean, I, she was still badass, and I love her. You know. Yeah. This character is amazing. So um, yeah, no, yeah, she could totally. She could totally pull off that, uh, you know, tr- uh, Trinity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be kind of hot, actually. I would love to see her start flying in the air and stuff like that, flipping in the air and everything. Though, <laughs> but yeah, when she gets the room, she's where she she went down to the um pool first. Yeah. But uh, Alex, I, um, I, I get to the mission. Went down to the pool first, finds the kids and the caskets and stuff were gone. 
So she met up with Iris, and Iris was like, what the fuck are the kids at? And then, you know, so they were, like, talking. And then um, Ramona was like, yeah, but um, I don't give a shit. I mean, we can find the kids later, but I, the one thing that's going to really fuck up is I take care of what's going on in room 33 to so give me the key to room 33. So she walks up in room 33, which we saw beforehand that that's where the Countess was keeping Bartholomew, her okay. son, okay. in the room. And so she told Bartholomew, I'm leaving for Paris. So, you know, I'll be back and stuff like that. And so, in other words, the council was nowhere to be found, the hotel. So that yeah. was, the, you know, the, the, the good saving grace there. But uh-huh. we got up in there and got the cool and um, calling for um, Bartholomew. And she found Bartholomew, but Bartholomew tacked it ass and skate. <laughs> and then, you know, thankful the Lord that Ramona got out of there with just a scrape on her face, which she said would heal within the hour. So yeah. I was nervous as fuck because that whole entire scene, I was tensing up like, please, God, don't let this damn baby take out Angela Bassett. Please, Lord, don't take this baby take out Angela Bassett. Because I'm tired of little demon babies taking out black people. It, it, it's just it's just wrong. And so uh, I was like, so what did you think about that whole scene? You know, I know you said that you, you were scared for it, though, but just the way it you know, the way they were shot, it was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that she was a goner. And I was like, if she, if they kill her, this is the shittiest way to kill her. <laughs> just like, I was really mad for a moment. I was like, because I felt like they were going to do it. But they didn't. And, you know, next thing you know, she's having a drink with Liz. And they're just talking about shit. And, um, you know, it was cool, definitely. Um the sort of suspense of not knowing what the baby looks like, you know, I, that's classic horror. And yeah. I think, you know, um, on the other hand, I was a little skeptical because of things like Z nation where they yeah. did the zombie baby. Yeah. So, but the way they did it turned out great. So in the end, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, the whole scene reminded me of when a murder house, cause all this, a lot of this, episode really harkened back to murder house and i was gonna connect the dots first and foremost um the scene we're talking about right now because i remember when a young tape in um, murder house came across the infantata for the first time and this shot was so creepy because what happened was if anybody had not seen murder house there's a scene where a young tape um in a flashback his truck, toy truck ran up under a chair or a couch, but it didn't roll back out. And so all of a sudden you just see slowly in the dark, like this creature, like slowly peering out the dark and it leaps out all of a sudden at Tate. And I was like, I was thinking they're gonna try to pull the same damn thing with um, Bartholomew, but you know, that did not go down like that. Also, I wanted to go ahead and put out there that I thought that um, by the baby being born in the murder house, probably like the born and probably died or something like that. I thought that that the infantata was actually going to be. They're going to say the infantata is actually not Constance's baby, but actually was the Countess's. But thank yeah. God it didn't do that because I think a lot of people just scream retcon, retcon, and uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know. So uh, I'm glad it didn't do that, but. Moving on, so while Ram- Ramona was down there having drinks with Liz, which where Ramona kind of what Liz revealed that she was in love with Tristan, and Ramona was like, "Yo, you know what happened with me?" And um, damn, I forgot his name. Mo, Mo, yes, Mo. I should have forget Mo. That's my initials. I mean, that's my initials. I'm like shit, but. Mo, he, she was like, you know what happened? You know, she's crazy and shit like this. So be careful because your ass might get taken out because, see, that was a thing. And I get to that in a few minutes, but uh, that was a kind of twist. Um, so meanwhile, Donovan's up there. He actually went up there and sniffed her goddamn draws, <laughs> which I thought was just like, you are pitiful. <laughs> I mean, that must be the best damn pussy you ever had in your entire life because, whoo, you came all the way back. To go to the penthouse, sniff her drawers, and get a drink after. It's like, you know, that was probably, no, he probably nutted after sniffing them damn drawers. And then he <laughs> came across uh, the two tourists from the first episode who died, the two tourist girls and stuff like that. They're lost. They still haven't really come to terms that they're dead. 
uh, and they're going through this. You know, he said you're never gonna get out, so stop trying. He said the only way you're gonna really have some release is if you found your purpose. And right. so um, they're like thinking that um, pretty much that it would be, um, oh, if we find our purpose, then we we can go free. No. Your purpose is something that's gonna kill the time when you sitting there walking in circles and shit like that. And so I was thinking they're gonna do like some type of, you know, reveal where a ghost can break free from their um their place of imprisonment or eternal imprisonment. So they told the story of this one woman who found out that killing people in the you know in the sink in the bathroom was her way of getting out of her earthly imprisonment. So the girls go on a thing, they kill some unfortunate dude, find out that, you know, it wasn't as thrilling as they thought it would be, but it did do something for them, you know, so, um, what do you think about that? About which part of it? The, um, the demon, I'm sorry, <laughs> I totally oh. got off track. What part of it? Um, the part where, um, well, the Donovan... The Donovan scene in that penthouse with the two girls and them going and killing the um dude and them just feeling like you know this like shit. Oh yeah, yeah. I was thinking about how um the two what are they like Norwegian or European? I think they're they're Norwegian or Swedish or some shit like Swedish. that. One yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I did like joke a little bit about that during the, the show when they were talking about finding a purpose, you know, would um you know alleviate their you know, haunting of the hotel. Mm-hmm. I guess they're talking about the rules or whatever, and they go back to the uh, the uh, the people that uh, they killed last week who were looking for kale or something. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that gave me life. I was just like, "Where can I get some fucking kale around here?" <laughs> that that yeah. is so fucked up. I was just like, "That's too funny." But yes. um, yeah, like I, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, and. Um, you know what the twins are looking for. I'm not sure, and you know why they kill that dude. Uh, it was a good scene, though. I like. I was like, this is getting really fucking pornographic. Yes. <laughs> yes. There was a lot of fucking going on this episode. It should have been uh, get naked or something like that because everybody was just fucking every five minutes. Yeah. I mean, I was like, damn, they still fucking. I'm like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it started with fucking, and then they fucked again. And then they fucked, and it was bloody fucking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, God damn. Like, I said, this, <laughs> this is like American porno horror story. Because yeah. I was like, you know, we didn't get to it. I don't know if you got to the part where, um, you know, the detective was in the hall. He's like, what are you looking for? Are you looking for us? And I was like, I was waiting for the like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is so porno storyline. Like, you walk through a hotel, I'm looking at I'm looking for my wife. And it's like, you no, find you're, looking, you're looking for us. You're looking for us. <laughs> 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 and then, the, and then, the, then the, the, the hotel, like the, the decor and everything like that, it's like from one of those way back pornos, you know what I'm saying? Where everything <laughs> was just like polyester and just, you know, like l- linoleum and just like, oh, God. And yeah, so, man. But uh, yeah, so um, Donovan didn't go through his situation, and I guess. But um, the next thing in, on the docket was um, John Lowe. I'm just gonna just run through his whole entire storyline because, well, I'm gonna have to coincide with it because he woke up to see his little son Holden in the bed, so he chases after Holden, goes down to the basement and the, the, the pool. Finds the kids, finds Alex chilling, or sleeping yeah. with Holden. He passes out. Alex runs, gets Liz Taylor, like, yo, we can't, he cannot know what's going on because, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Liz Taylor helps her get rid of the caskets and stuff like that. But Alex goes and plays. She actually did something interesting. She manipulated the hell out of him. She utilized his crumbling insanity and played it to the fullest and i mean she really just did that and then um he for some reason goes to find um his partner the ten commandments killer has struck again 
um, this time I really didn't pay attention to the crime scene because I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, but did you, but you know, like, you know, like, what does that got to do with you finding your son and your wife in a casket and you still trying to find out what's going on with it? And then so he goes back to the hotel, um, tries to contact um, Scarlett, his daughter. And then Liz Taylor tries to help him, and he was not having it. And that's when we had the bone chicken while saying with the two, you know, Norwegian girls, <laughs> which just escalated out of control because first they were just having this threesome, then all this blood started coming out everywhere. And I'm like, where yeah. the hell is blood coming from? Yeah, I didn't get that myself. But... I think it was coming from them though, but it was like, why? Like why? And so it, he freaks out, runs downstairs, butt ass naked. Wants to get to Liz Taylor, brings her back upstairs where um, Mrs. Um, I cannot pronounce. I can't remember her name anymore. Um, but the um, the the maid, mm-hmm. um, she's cleaning. She's fussing about the blood. The two Norwegian <laughs> chicks come out and they like excited about them. They found a little purpose and stuff like that. And he starts to pack, and like me and you were saying, <laughs> I would watch this. Like, oh, now you want to pack? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like when you get some good Norwegian pussy, now you want to leave? Like now you want to leave? <laughs> you want the you know the blood dripping down the walls? You know, you having dinner with ghosts of serial killers? <laughs> you getting screwed by another woman, a, a drug addict who's disappearing? You see a drill bit dildo wearing guy in the corner? You still now you want to leave? <laughs> now you want to leave? What do you think about all that, man? I thought it was pretty good. Like I enjoyed it, it's the kitschiness of it. Like I said, it was it was bordering on the ridiculous. I mean, even with the the demon baby, but then like the porno scenes, I was just like, I'm just into this, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm, taking, <laughs> I'm taking it for what it is. It's like so many people have died on this show. It's only six episodes in. Mm-hmm. Like this, I don't even know. Like if they had like an after show where they had the in memoriam, you know, there'd be so many dead people. <laughs> That's probably 15 minutes by itself, like that. I know. So many people die on the show. But um, yeah, I mean, it was cool. I um I enjoyed his storyline going crazy. Um, you know, the thing with his daughter was a little kind of fucked up, you know, later on yeah. with the little demon baby. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna go ahead and jump into that. First, I want to mention that John Marsh told him. You finally checked in to the Hotel Cortez. And right, I was like, right. <laughs> oh, so that means he's probably going insane. Because, you know, uh, and not that he's going insane. That probably means that it might give a little bit more inkling to him possibly being a murderer or some sort like that, some type of deranged lunatic or something. Yeah. So then he started packing and he gets home. But while he's, while he's packing, or, or no, while, when he goes to use the bathroom, he, he showers up to get the blood off of him. Yeah, little baby Bartholomew slides into his damn suitcase, <laughs> and then so I was like, "Oh hell!" First we got a damn we, first we got a damn coven or like a a tribe of vampire vampiric kids running around Los Angeles right now. Now we got a demon child running loose too, yeah. two demon children because you got to <laughs> remember that um uh the uh Constance um the um Harmon baby, you know so. Yeah. He's out there somewhere, so it's just like Los Angeles is a damn um, breeding ground for like demonic activity, <laughs> apparently. So he gets he goes gets Scarlet. Scarlet's like you know, I wasn't even picked. Up. My mom had to call me in two days, and you're crazy. And I could go upstairs and just have like my own time right now. Yeah. So meanwhile, Bartholomew escapes. <laughs> Looks like he's about to attack uh little Scarlet, but uh thankfully John Lowe John has a you know like he actually points a gun and shoots the goddamn thing. Yeah. But in the process it freaks out Scarlet who says she doesn't want to have anything to do with him no more, stay away from stay away from her and everything. So yeah. that kind of ripped it apart. Then um his partner comes over and calls Alex who Again, spins it like John, you're you're going crazy, you know, like, and mm-hmm. then so he, you know, 
tells her to take Scarlet, which I was like, no, do not give Alex Scarlet. <laughs> <laughs> somebody said somebody said Scarlet back to the parent, the grandparents' house because <laughs> their parents are not fit right now to be raising any type of child whatsoever. Yeah. So Alex ends up finding Bartholomew, um, which leads us to the last bit of this episode. But before I get to that, I want to get your your take on John Lowe and what do you think is going on with him? Yeah, it's it's hard to say. Like you were saying, there's you know you had a theory about him possibly being the um, commandments killer, mm-hmm. and I'm not so sure about that now. But he definitely could be losing it, or at least losing grip on reality. Like you were saying with the um, John Mars telling him, or about yeah. you know him finally checking in, or you know, finally becoming a part of the hotel. Yeah. Which is probably not a good thing. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it, yeah, like I, I said, I I definitely felt a certain way that that was the thing that got him home. <laughs> you know, the Norwegian chicks. Like, yeah. and then, you know, the, the baby slipping in and out of the suitcase I thought was a little kitschy. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God, don't leave the suitcase. Like, oh, no, then it's going to slip out, you know, whatever. But um, no, it was good. It was good. I think it moves the story along. Um, yeah, I think I'm I'm looking forward to, you know, what's going to happen with him. Um, yeah, at least and he's out the hotel. You know, at least he's out the hotel. But it's like he gonna still come back. I think he's yeah. gonna he gonna run back up in the hotel looking for something. And yeah, he, that's he's true. Asking, he's probably he's gonna meet his demise. But uh, we have um, the countess coming back from um paris and she's saying like i guess will drake is in love with her now even though he still can't get it up for her but he's gonna still he gonna he gonna fuck her he gonna marry her so uh <laughs> despite everybody going like i thought you was gay well but he's gonna end up marrying the countess she comes back and then you got liz taylor you know bringing in the stuff and everything like that and so she's like uh liz you sound apprehensive what's going on and then, so they're like, I mean, like, they are sitting there talking like they are the best of bitches. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this is my bitch. You know, like, like what's going on with you, ho? Like, you know? And so uh, Liz says, like, well, I got something to tell you. And then she's like, okay, I'm in love. What's so wrong about you being in love? Who is it? I miss Tristan. Who? She goes, like, who? Like, like that one blink, like, who? like, who? like the crazy blink. And then she's like, Liz Taylor, like, but you know, I've done so much for you. I just wish you could have this one. Well, you can have him after I'm done with him. And then she's like, yeah, but you know, this might not be, you know, da, da, da. Okay, we'll talk to Tristan. Does he feel the same way about you? And then like that. And then so they meet. Tristan comes in. Also, you told him, right? And then Liz was like, it's okay. And then uh, the countess gave the host feel like, you know, feelings are like taste and she broke them down i can't remember them to be honest i'm a bad person i know i was scared because i was like yeah, which one because i was sitting there back and while she was sitting there doing it and my mouth going eating meaty mighty mo which one's about to go you know what i'm saying like <laughs> what is about to go because they're they're in her they're in her thrall now i'm like what was about yeah. to go i can't so, remember what the flavors were but she said something like she talked about like love happiness and then she said, betrayal. Betrayal <laughs> tastes yeah. like the scarred part of a piece of meat. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, so you told her, and she was like, and Liz yeah. like, yeah, but I mean, I, I've done so much for you. Can I just have just this one? And then Liz, and then she was like, um, do you feel the same way, Tristan? And he was like, he gave the whole spill mm-hmm. about how he was not going to end up being another um, Donovan or Ramona Royale and stuff like that. And that all she does is collect them and don't let them do anything and stuff like that, and just be her beck and call. And he was like, "Uh, you know, so yeah, that's how I feel." And then she sat there like, "Okay, you can have them." <laughs> then she slices Tristan's throat. Yeah. And she said, you can, "There you go. You can have them now. Bury them." <laughs> I was like, you cold bitch. I was like, I was thinking that, you know, by her turning him, turning Mm. Tristan, because she seemed like she had this, like, look, like, 
she's seen him somewhere before. And so I was thinking that she was going to try to save him and end up killing Liz. Yeah. Because Liz yeah. was the one who really betrayed her because we had a whole Ramona Royale and Mo thing played out. I mm-hmm. thought that it would be, you know, but I guess in a sense it was more along the lines of, okay, you love him more than me. You made him an immortal, so I'm going to take him out because um, he cannot. I, I thought in this mind frame was like, I don't want no more people being made that's not being made by me. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. I thought that's what that was the whole her whole spiel was, but it was just like, no, I don't care if I made you or not. You're just not going to cross me like that. And so but I'm like, you got to understand, um, Countess, you 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 don't have a fluffer for um, Will Drake no more. So it's like, <laughs> damn, you should have thought that through a little bit more. But at least she didn't kill Liz Taylor. So what did you think about that? Yeah, I mean, it was... Yeah, it was a really good scene, and um, yeah, the whole the whole time, like when they were making the drinks, I thought the drinks were poison. I thought they just I gonna die. Too. I was like, you know, don't, don't drink that shit. <laughs> Y'all about to die. Um, yeah, I thought obviously, like Liz Taylor, clearly now is not gonna have any sort of loyalty to the Countess. Like she doesn't have a single friend in the world. <laughs> that was the last person. You gave a shit about person. And yeah. the funny thing about that was um, the whole entire episode, you saw how much the Countess, I mean, how much Liz Taylor was like trying to uphold the Countess's, you know, loyalty, to uphold her loyalty toward the Countess. Yeah. But it was like, like I said earlier in the episode, it was kind of already shattered. You know what I'm saying? When she, once you slept with her man, it kind of shattered that loyalty. Anything. You get Ramona at the hotel and then hiding the babies and stuff like that don't mean a hill of beans. You yeah. trying to find out where the hell um, Bartholomew went to does not mean shit because yeah. you slept with her man. And I think yeah. that was the whole thing that no matter how loyal you say you are to a friend, once you sleep with a significant other, it don't matter. Years of loyalty <laughs> can go out the drain because that that can knock out an eternity of loyalty because that was just you didn't have to do that. But yeah. at the same time, you really can't fault Liz because the whole matter of, you know, she really has not been, you know, she really hasn't had a chance to love, you know. So how can we fault her for that? Yeah. You know, so I felt I sympathize more with Liz, of course, because you know that's my bitch. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I sympathize more with her than I did um, anybody, and then I did the Countess. So, I we're having a little bit of technical difficulties here. Um, Malcolm? Malcolm? Can you hear me? And can you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah. No, actually, I guess he's stopped around Liz, but. Um, no, just keep going. I, I I think it was my connection because I got a, a warning. Okay. Uh so everybody who okay, so back um uh, so Liz, it's just um we can't fault Liz for what happened. I mean, she fell in love. I mean, granted, I would have liked a little bit of a like in last week's episode when Iris um 
was being confronted by the countess and um Tristan, maybe a little glimpse at Tristan, you know what I'm saying, or something like that, just to give an inkling that this something's going on here, because it seemed like it was very left field um for them to all of a sudden throw Tristan and um the countess throw, throw Tristan and Liz together. It just seemed very left field for me. And I was hoping that maybe like last week's episode, they if they gave us like a little glimpse of like Tristan looking at Liz or Liz perking up or something like that, you know, when he came into the area because it's just been like they haven't really con- they haven't really had any screen time together. Right. So it was just a like a left field thing. However, if it had have been if the seed had been planted sooner, it would even amplify the tragedy of what yeah. happened tonight. Because it was just like, okay, it was just like a fly by night romance that happened and you know, so um there's that. And then the countess at the end of the episode goes upstairs, sees that the room is open, room 33 is open, but which I called it, I was like, Alice is going to be in there with the damn baby. And of course, Alice is in there with the baby. She told her, yeah, he got loose, he got hurt, you know, he lost a little blood, but he's going to be fine. And then the counselor was like, you know, you saved my son's life. And then I was like, yeah, you saved mine. You know, we, you know, tit for tat. So I guess in the event that you have Iris, who's no longer of, um, uh, uh, well, she was never an ally to the Countess to begin with. Then you got Donovan. Then you got Ramona. Now you got Liz Taylor. It's like the the opposition is stacking up against the Countess. So I'm just wondering now if um, the Countess is going to be ending up like having Alex as her only ally. Because Alex has become the, the house mother for the kids, and she's also found out about Bartholomew. So that means that she's going to be more of a motherly figure and like a mate, like on some type of like nanny or some sort for the Countess, which is um, pretty interesting. Um, I would say so. Um, but uh, other than that, we have also um what other incidents like oh excuse me for instance um some of the connections to murder house because this all looked like it was like a murder house celebratory episode um the fact that they went more into the ghost mythology that we were introduced into season one which is murder house of american horror story they kind of expanded upon it and it kind of gave you a backstory as to why the ghost and murder house had so much fun fucking with a lot of people. Um, so, uh, we see that killing or just doing something that was going to freak out the, uh, tenants or the residents of the hotel and murder house and any institution where somebody dies at it. Um, it, it, it gives them uh, something to do. To and Donovan's words, step off the tra- off the hamster wheel that is internal inter- uh, imprisonment on their on the grounds where they died. At. Now, I wonder, like I wondered back in season one of um, American Horror Story, if the bodies are moved off the property, will they have? Will they be able to leave then? You know because. In both scenarios, in Murder House and in Hotel, the people who are haunting both locations are haunting them on nefarious reasons. Um, nefarious, nefarious, how you pronounce that word? Mm-hmm. Because, um, well, then again, I guess that it's not the case because in season one, um, the Black Dahlia's body was, she died on the premises, but her body was taken, was taken somewhere else and she still haunts Murder House. So um, I guess that throws that theory out because I was saying that I'm thinking, I was thinking that maybe um, if their bodies were moved, removed from the premises, would they be able to like, you know, go 
and um with a with a ghost with the spirits be able to go and just finally be at peace you know what i'm saying then again um i don't know it might be a little something else to that scenario so whether you think about the connections so those, those connections i was going to say with the murder house was the ghosts yeah. Going trying to find some type of purpose and you know and whatnot. And then the whole Thaddeus, you know, Thaddeus uh, or the Infantata and Bartholomew. Um the thing about Bartholomew is that for his ass to get around, if he gets loose out of the if he gets out like that and why does he need to be cradled? You know what I'm saying? It's just like <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just like he seemed like he could take care of his damn self. Right. But right. uh yeah, you can what, kill people. You know, you don't need yeah, to be Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, like, that whole thing is a little kitschy to begin with, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I get it. Like, demon baby is kind of creepy. Uh, <laughs> you know, because babies aren't supposed to do that. But, yeah. yeah, you know, you have to have a certain suspension of disbelief because, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it's not, yeah. You know, yeah, I, I I would say, uh, you know, yeah, you gotta have a like, with American Horror Story, you always gotta have a suspension of disbelief. So, uh, but I was just saying, you know, just I was needing him to, um, basically, like go somewhere and like, I don't know. It just Bartholomew, it's not as scary as Thaddeus was because Thaddeus uh, or uh, the Infantata was just, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, and I was wondering if. I don't know. It doesn't. It's another. This is the whole birth of Bartholomew because somebody had to impregnate the Countess that had enough um, powerful sperm <laughs> to sit there and create this thing in a dead person's body, and also for it to be eternal the way it is. I'm not saying. Because uh, and not grow because I know that um, in Murder House when Vivian when Vivian had when Vivian or Viv had the twins, the good twin was was being his nutrients and stuff like there was being urged um, by the bad twin, which was the because tw- the, the good twin was birthed by um, was the was Ben's child, and the bad twin was. Um, rubber uh, man slash taste child. Yeah. So in the rubber, so the the demon spawn was feeding off of the good kid, and he was birthed. Um, he was birthed. He was born, and he grew rapidly. And so, uh, hell, who knows? It's been five years. So, who knows? Um, I forget. Um, the the uh, other kid's name. I forgot Constance's um, grandson's name. All yeah. I know is he could be in a full grown adult by now. You know what I'm saying? At the rate that he was growing in season one, or at the end of season one, in that final episode. So, yeah. uh, I don't know. So what do you think about all that? Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely appreciated the, you know, the throwback to the murder house. Because, I mean, they have all these ghosts, and they are kind of, like, hard to understand. I mean, when, you know, in Murder House, when they were having ghost babies, I was just like, oh, I, <laughs> I just let it be. <laughs> let it go. Because I was like, that doesn't make no sense. Ghost babies? <laughs> but um, now vampire babies or demon babies, I don't know exactly how that works, too. And why, you know, who, who impregnated her? I mean, I guess there's some backstory there. Who's the father of mm. Bartholomew? And, like, is he human? Or, you know, what's the deal there? Uh, yeah. And are we going to see more demon babies? <laughs> I don't know. That's a little interesting. I don't know. Because I think, if I had to guess, I think, the, you know, with the Countess doing what she's doing right now, her days are numbered. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, so, yeah, she's she pissed off everybody. <laughs> she is, yeah, yeah. And that's the sad part about it. She has nobody to really um turn to. 
um, except for Alex. But I mean, what all Alex can do besides sit there and like watch the kids? I mean, but <laughs> she is very good at manipulating people, and she could probably she probably got a little bit of strength in her too. Yeah. So uh, she might could be a good foe, but um, yeah. I don't know, and uh, so there was those. That's pretty much the episode. Uh, like I said, um, hypodermic Sally was not uh, in attendance. Um, I was. I liked the whole um, what you call it uh, appearance of Darren Chris. Like we said, the whole spiel about the kale. I mean, he he's stuck in purgatory. He's worried about getting some damn decent kale. Now <laughs> I'm like, that's just that's. Crazy. Hopefully, we'll see another appearance by Naomi Campbell, something like that, um, toward the end of the season. Um, but overall, very damn good episode. Murder House alone just had me giddy, and so uh, I'm just excited about. I was so excited about that, and the fact that hopefully we can see Murder House, you know, in present day. Uh, so. Uh, but yeah, so and then the next week's episode looks like it's gonna be um pretty interesting. Um it looks like the countess actually was married to James March. Okay. So it looks like it could be maybe she was married to him or hell, she probably was married to him because the only way I could think that's how she kinda got into like ownership of the hotel. Right, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, so he probably left with her in the wheel and whatnot, and then there's like a a, a a plethora of bodies coming in for her to feed on and stuff like that. And that's another thing: why in the hell are people still booking um, the hotel Cortez? And um, I mean, it's like you would check your Yelp or whatever, like <laughs> I'm thinking. I mean, come on, now, Malcolm. Let's say we go, like we sit there. And have an event at like the Hotel Cortez. You're gonna tell your mother or your everybody you love, your brother, we're staying at the Hotel Cortez. He said he, that you go missing. My son or my brother said he was staying at the Hotel Cortez. Nobody's hopping here to try to find out what the hell happened to my damn loved one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that all the people coming to the Hotel Cortez are not always like, you know degenerates and people who don't have people who love them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, there must be like some spell, like when they die in the hotel, everybody who ever knew them forgot they ever existed. Yeah, like... <laughs> like, what the fuck? That place, and this is where the suspension of disbelief has to come in, but yeah. come on. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, because the kid, the dude who was on the phone with the two Norwegian girls killed. I mean... Yeah, the two Norwegian girls. You know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> somebody, nobody's be like, wait a minute, we need to find out what all these goddamn people are going up because it's just like you I'm have like, to go ahead. Like file a complaint to Expedia. Like I booked my hotel on Expedia. They <laughs> <laughs> never came back. They never came back. And then like I was supposed to meet them there, though. But hell, I mean, I haven't heard from them in two or three days, so I don't know if I should go there or not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and just like check the Yelp, and then on top of that. I don't know. It's just, oh my God. Hopefully it'll be an episode that explains why people go missing and then nobody comes looking for them. Because Lord knows if I book a hotel today or no tell motel, somebody gonna know my ass was there. You know what I'm saying? Malcolm. I'm at the no tell motel here on So and So Street in Brownsville, Tennessee. You need to bring your if something happens, you know Mark disappeared here. You know, start there. Yeah, That's your no. starting point. You know what I'm saying? And people still booking. I'm like, ain't no way to hell. But no. uh, I'm yeah, they find, yeah, they find those um, hidden rooms where all those dead bodies are at. Oh, my God. That reminds me of, you know what? They're going to probably find like a tomb like they had in New York City a couple weeks ago. They found two rooms with all these like bodies in it, these skeletons. Mm-hmm. So it's like if they sat there open up the hotel quartet, they probably find like this underground cavern of nothing but just dead bodies. I yeah. wanna know if anybody ever checked out the hotel quartet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Did anybody successfully check out this goddamn hotel? Oh yeah. my god. But I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so uh any other final thoughts, man, before you you know? So how many more episodes are there? We're this is episode six. I'm thinking it's six more episodes because it's okay. twelve 
see, I think it's a 12 episode season. If not 12 and 13, either way. Right. Shit. We are episode six. Gaga yeah. is in supposed to be in eight episodes. She's gonna be <laughs> in next week's episode, which means that she'll have one episode left. Unless they sense. lied to us. It was like, you know, uh she's gonna be in more episodes, but I don't yeah. know. We guess I'm thinking we got six more to go. So Okay. So and I'm I'm, thinking No, I'm thinking like that is a good indicator that like her time is coming to an end. Like I think they're they're sort of building up to that with um Liz Taylor being like one of the last people like she just betrayed. Like it was just that was unnecessary. <laughs> that was just, like, can I just have this one? Like you've yeah. had so many lovers over the years. Like just just throw me a bone. Like I need this is the first time I ever fell in love. <laughs> like give me this one. And I'm thinking that she and I'm I'm gonna play devil's advocate. You know I'm all I'm riding for Liz right now. I'm riding for Liz. Yeah. My, my devil's advocate is yeah. You didn't have to have my leftovers, you know. Like that's <laughs> like me sitting here. That's like me saying, like Malcolm, I'm in love, bro. I'm so in love. Mark, that's what's up, man. How you? I'm gonna tell you who you love with, your nigga. You know, your, your, your dude, you know, what I'm you know your, your dude. And like, and then you be like, <laughs> like you well, this like, is true, bro. Like, if you got a, if you have like a new dude every six months. You know, I'd be like, well, just let me have this one. Like, you just, you don't have another one. <laughs> you know, like, every four to six months, you have a new nigga anyway. So, you know, I think where she messed up was being loyal to her. Like, she, she could have just kept it on the low. She could have kept it on the low. Nobody had to know. She nobody had to nobody had to know anything. She probably would have, but then again, the counters knows everything. She probably yeah. sniffed it up on them. She sniffed, she already sniffed um um Tristan. Tristan. Yeah. So but I'm thinking that she probably would have been like, you know, probably walk past Liz and probably like Kiki and ha ha one day and she'd probably like, like, I smell Tristan's dick in your mouth. What is going <laughs> on? You know what I'm saying? So it's probably that's probably why Liz was like, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you because I don't wanna sit there. It'd been one thing if I hide a friend, it'd been another thing if I tell you, but see, with counter, it don't matter. Just don't fuck up, don't cross her. You know what I'm saying? So but damn, yeah. but to be, to be, but like I said, I'm riding for Liz though, but um, to play devil's advocate, I guess um, the council was like, you could have had anybody who came in after the damn hotel. Why you had to get the one person I'm fucking around with right now? I'm fucking him, Will Drake, to get money. <laughs> I don't love him, but you know, I actually did have feelings for this motherfucker to sit there and turn him. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. I don't know, but so there's that. And then, um, Hopefully, like you said, if they do knock out the Countess in episode eight, then it will probably come the James Marsh show from then on out. Um, But it's like they, to me, have not established them well enough for them to do a big switch like that. It's kind of like if they had to kill Marie Laveau in episode like six or seven of American Horror Story Coven, I think a lot of people probably back that like, you know what? <laughs> you know what? They just said they killed off Marie Laveau, Angela Bassett. I think I could sit here, it's so and so on again. You know, I'm gonna go ahead and watch so and so. You know, so I yeah. they do that to um to uh, Lady Gaga slash the Countess. I'll be kind of leery about that. I'm not even gonna lie. I'll probably be like, you know, y'all could do something else. Just keep her on for for the episodes because Amara Murphy, they all their news. American Horror Story was renewed for a sixth season, you know. Yeah. So, yay, that like we knew it was gonna happen though, but you know, yeah, I'm still waiting for the damn Scream Queens season two pickup, but that's just me. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, so he wanted her back for a season for season six, but I know that the um, president of FX said that Ryan Murphy, we was talking about you know hotel. He said he was gonna try to do something different from here on out, like okay. it's gonna be like a reboot. So what if they sat there and did like another season of Hotel, or if they did like another season that took some of the characters from Hotel and put them into another scenario? Uh, but then again, the only people who could probably be involved in that would be like Donovan, Ramona, Liz, and um, Iris and um, who's the other one? Mm. 
John, if nothing happens to him, because James, James, the Countess, well, unless they decide to carry her over too, James, um, James and Sally would be stuck because they're ghosts. Yeah. As with Tristan, and who knows what ends up happening with Drake. She might end up turning him, but who knows? She might end up killing him and then taking his money. So, <laughs> I don't know. So, what do you think about, like, another season of American Horror Story Hotel or another season that carries on, like, plot points from American Horror Story Hotel? Um, I like the idea of keeping them a little separate. Um, you know, it's funny. I think um, I totally predicted they would do a hotel horror story you know yeah. like I, I saw that coming but i mean it was good and I'm, I'm enjoying what they're doing with it like they're they're milking the shit out of this i don't think they could really keep this going like it's, they're halfway through it and it feels like they've already done everything i could have imagined them doing in this hotel like you killed so many people in so many different ways like i think i would grow tired of another season so um that makes sense yeah i think yeah, so by the time this is over, I think they should move on. Um, different horror stories. I can't remember one. Like I said, they should do American Horror Story Occult, you know, like okay. some sort of like, you know, James Jones, you know, FBI rating some camp, you know. Like okay. that's a huge thing in, a, in, you know, in American history, like, you know, backwoods religious cults. So Okay. I would like to see something like that. That would be cool. I actually wanted to see, um, I wanted to see something done in an urban setting. Mm-hmm. You know, um, maybe touch upon some of the, um, uh, not Black Lives Matter movement stuff, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like something like police brutality, something like that, you know, mm-hmm. against African-American men, you know, because that's a big, that's one thing. I mean, they, they touched on race and Coven, but it was more from the female perspective, which is actually very, um, it's not that pronounced. So I can I applaud Ryan Murphy for doing it because I remember reading somewhere where when it comes to race and females, it's not really, it's all about the black um, man. So, well, I thought of one, like, I think we said they could do something like a museum, you know, American Horror Story Museum or something like that. Uh, that could definitely be very urban, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. So, well, I think that'll be cool, but I guess we're going to call it, you guys. Um, Thank you. Huh? Yeah, I said, all right. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, we're going to call it, you guys. Um, You can find us on the mail medium. You can find us on mailmediumind.com. That's our blog and official website. You can also find us on various forms of Facebook. There's the Mail Media Mind, M3 Entertainment, M3 Writers, M3 Life, M3 Undercover, and M3 Music. You can also view our other um, po- our other um, podcast, which is M3 Music Podcast. We have an M3 um, The Walking Dead podcast, Bearcast rather, and we have Empire Bearcast as well. We might be working on a Real Housewives of Atlanta bearcast, and we might also, and this is if I have the wits and the time and the energy, but the Real Housewives of Potomac, Potomac, how you pronounce it? Potomac? Which one? Potomac. Potomac. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. Because they, they call it, they pronounce it a different way, but I always pronounce it Potomac. So oh, okay. uh, they just announced the Real Housewives of, Baton- of the Potomac, um, okay. which is an equally um, African-American cast. Okay. So, um, and these look like pretty, you know, we, so I, if, when it comes out, I'll sit there and talk to some people, see if they want to do a bear cast for that. <laughs> uh, so also, you can also find me on the, at, at the Anticritic on Twitter. Um, you can find me on Facebook. Um, maybe you can find me through one of the groups, the M3 groups, uh, and on Instagram, Marco Estes. Um, so, Malcolm, roll through your Rolodex right quick. Yeah, and also make sure to check out the Entertainment Hangout. 
Oh, right, right, right. right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which you are currently up to, let me see, I was checking out how many episodes. Uh, oh, wow. I think, um, yeah, you uh, have 26 episodes of the Entertainment Hangout. Which, you know, we talk about this and other shows, so. Mm -hmm. And yeah. we also talk about, we're going to probably have a, like a little music segment there. And we also want you to come join us every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern on our regular Hangout the male media mind hangout. Um, we talk about things ranging from politics, um, um, sex, um, relationships, food, mm -hmm. joking around, entertainment, music, whatever fits our boat. We talk about it and we would like to have you guys come in, chime in, bring comments, questions, you know, insights, and we will answer them and interact with you guys live. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's been a great ride. I really do appreciate everyone's input and support and, you know, keep it going. We love it. You know, we love the uh, the feedback. So, yeah, send us a message and let us know what you think. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I guess it's it for the night. Um, yeah. Tune in next week. Same bear time, same bear channel. Peace. Peace.